0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Staying Forever Strong. Today I'm with um, Jenny from Life's A Polyp Blog. We met on a chronic illness group and I'm excited to talk to her and her journey and how she came to blogging and how she stays strong. Hey Jenny, how are you? I'm doing okay today, It's it's a good day so far. Good. <laughs> it's early, but it's good. <laughs> yes, it's a good start. Yes. What um time zone are you in? Central. Okay, so is it 11 for you? Yes, it's yeah. yeah, it's 12 here, so I'm Eastern. Okay. So that's good. It's a good start, 11 o'clock. So how <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been otherwise? How's quarantine life been for you? It hasn't been a, a whole lot different for me,
1: except that I don't get to hug my parents right now. And um, I still... I'm considered essential worker, so my job hasn't changed, and mm-hmm. um, I, I do, you know, I've been staying away from friends outside of work. But it's the biggest change would be with my parents. I, I get to see them, but I don't get to touch them.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. That's been hard. Yeah. What do you do for work? I'm a dialysis social worker. Okay. Well, good for you. Like <laughs> amazing. So, thank you uh, for what you're doing during this. Thank you. How, um, so did you always work from this whole thing or did you like for a while, a little while, were you not working? No, I worked
1: the entire time and they're actually, um, they made a plan. So if I do catch COVID myself then I can work from home, assuming I can fill up to it. Yeah. So my plan is to be working one way or another. Okay. Regardless.
0: Yeah. How's, um, so what is your chronic illness?
1: I had familial automotive polyposis and that led to short bowel syndrome. So I had to have my colon removed because I had precancerous polyps developing um, and then I had complications. I had an ileostomy for six years before it was reversed. So that's mainly it's the, the effects of the short bowel syndrome, not being able to absorb
0: nutrients very well. Okay. Um, so how for like working and stuff, are you like are you a um, um like I just had a blank <laughs> um like where you have to be careful like extra careful or like compromised? Sometimes like
1: um so I, I they they're pretty um flexible with me. So if I need to sit down because sometimes standing or walking can agitate my short valve and I can just roll around and talk to patients on a stool or um, I can stay in my office and do paperwork for if I'm having a, a flare up. So it's, um, and then I, we have PPE too. So we're protected or as protected as we can be from the patients during this time.
0: That's good. That's at least they're doing all those precautions. Yes. Um, so do you, what is a flare up like for you?
1: when my short bowel flares that I have to go to the bathroom sometimes as frequently as 10 to 30 seconds sometimes I can last um you know five minutes 30 minutes but it's very frequent when I have a flare up and so I have to stay near a bathroom um the entire time
0: Ugh, that's so that seems so rough yeah get really sore too. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine like you can only go so much like going up and down and yeah. Um, so how with either through Corona or like your, your different bouts, how do you stay strong during some of these hard times?
1: I lean a lot on my parents and, um, and my boyfriend. They're my main support right now. And um, I do have some friends that I reach out to when I need to um, and they they've been very supportive too, so it's it's kind of just a, a very close knit group to that I lean on. I try not to overburden other people, so I, I keep it small.
0: Yeah, no, I can understand that. That's it's so important to have that support system, like your parents. Like I'm very like close with mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I live with my parents, and they've like helped me so much through my like brain injury and my chronic pain so like I don't know what I would do like without them that's how I feel too I can understand like I just feel so bad for the people that don't have that
1: oh gosh I can't imagine
0: me neither like that's why I want to be that support for them
1: mm-hmm. absolutely
0: and I've definitely learned a lot about like advocating like for yourself and others through like my experience like when I'm sure you have too Advocating makes such a huge difference,
1: and it's too bad not everybody can do it for themselves, so it, it really means a lot when someone else can help them.
0: Yeah. Where did your blog come from? Like, how long have um, you been doing it? Um. I've been doing it
1: since, I think, 2012. I was um, a member of a, a FAP, for sort of familial Adenomatous motifs polyposis, um, page on, on Facebook, and they recommended they wanted someone to start a blog about FAP, and so they asked me if I would do it, so I agreed, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: here I am now. <laughs> so awesome. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to read it yet, but I've been wanting to. I like reading blogs and talking to different people like about what, what they go through.
1: It's really a learning experience getting to do that with other people, to hear yeah. their stories.
0: So, do you mainly just talk about um, like your illness and the different like parts of it? Like, what are some of your topics?
1: I kind of go through um, whatever is going on in my life at the time, or if I can think of a good guest post to reach out to someone else, or just an educational um, post about like maybe things that are different procedures or um, surgeries that might be affiliated with FAP or with short vowel. So, I kind of of make it a mix of a personal
0: and educational yeah that's awesome how um how often do you post um i try to post
1: twice a month but i kind of go through bouts where i'm not i have to be inspired about something to write and then i also have to have the energy to write yeah so sometimes it am not as good as other months but i i aim for at least twice a month that's good though I know, like, I try and do, like, once a week, and that can be really hard. Oh, I don't know how people do once a week. Like, the the Blocktober doing one every day, I was like, I have no way oh, I can no do that. No.
0: Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> if I did one every day, I don't know how, like, strong they would be. Right. And it's just, I think you'd run out of
1: topics so quickly, and then what do you do after the month is over? Right? Then you're just,
0: is it done? You're just a month? Right? <laughs> we like, I have to, like, really brainstorm here. I know, and then you have to, like, do, like, all the social media for it, and, like, that's a pain, too. It is. I think that's the part I, I
1: – I mean, I wouldn't say I dread it, but it's my least favorite part just yeah. because it's so tedious.
0: Yeah, it's, like, there's so much to do, and it's, like, just for one post. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we end, is there anything else you'd like to say to my viewers – either about what you've gone through or just if you have any advice for people going through similar situations? Um,
1: I think counseling is also a really important thing to help stay strong and, and cope with things, especially during this time. So I would definitely encourage people to and
0: not be afraid to seek out counseling if they're having a rough time. I love that. Thank you. And where can my viewers find you? I'm uh, I- your blog.
1: I'm at Lysapolyp.com, and then I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, yellow. It's all Lysapolyp is the tag.
0: All right. Well, I will have that in the description below. This was another episode of Staying Forever Strong. Bye, guys.